Well, we're looking at the country catch-up and we're focusing on Wagga Wagga in this uh, brief period. And, of course, we're in Albury today for the country championships. And I thought we chat to a lot of trainers, jockeys, and we also tra- uh, chat with various people involved with the race clubs. Why not chat to a gentleman who is uh, very much got the Riverina in his blood, Richard Pegum? We're used to seeing his colours go around in various countries, across uh, various tracks across the country. But I know that uh, when it comes to the Gold Cup there at Wagga, which he has won, it's very, very close to his heart. Richard, good morning and welcome. Thanks very much. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. You're right, it is very close to my heart. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. For those that aren't across you and, and your uh, skin in the game, so to speak, when it comes to horse racing. Um, tell us about where you grew up and, and why you, you love this Wagga Gold Cup and this Wagga Carnival so much. Well, I grew up in Stratfield. Um, went to school there for uh, nine years. and then. Um, but my mother's family have had a family property down Journey Way. And every school holiday from the time I was 10, basically, I went there. And then I went to university at Wagga for a number of years and played footy there and worked for a number of bookmakers. Uh, doing the bag and, and doing the penciling for them in Wagga and so that was my connection and continued on. I've got a lot of family down there also and so uh, keep in contact and I used to bookmake or work for a bookie and always used to, the Wagga Cup but just always was in my blood and I thought one day I'm going to come back and try and win it. You certainly did. I mean it must be a very special one as too. I was there the day Lifeless Ordinary won that cup. Ty England was the jockey. Of course, we now know Ty's story. And from even chatting to Ty when I've seen him recently and we've brought that up, that was one of the most special days for him as well. Yeah, look, he, Ty's a local and um, and uh, I'd like to think that I'm part of a local, really. But, uh, yeah, it was great. Look, we've, we've won it three times now. My wife won it once. I've won it twice. Uh, she was in a girl's horse with Chris Waller. And that was very exciting also. And uh, the 150th Wagga Cup's on this year and we look forward to trying to win it again. So you'll definitely you'll you'll be saying to your you know various trainers and um, you'd well, like my, to go. Look, I don't yeah. have lots of trainers. I've got two in Sydney. I use mainly. Yep. Uh, Chris Waller's my main trainer, yep. um, and Chris, when he sets a horse, he gets the job done. And we're yeah. setting a horse for the cup, and hopefully that'll be the same this year. Um, and I've got a lot of horses with Tim Donnelly down at Wagga, yes, and um, yes. Tim does a great job. He's got city experience and really knows his animals, and not too big a stable and. Uh, we're starting to get a bit of success. We had a nice win on Friday with quite a good promising horse. Yeah. Uh, Richard, you've, you've invested a lot into racing um, and you obviously, you love it. And that's, we, you know, we need people like you. We need big owners to, to have that love of it. You must be very impressed, though, as a businessman yourself to see how racing has developed, especially over the last 10 to 15 years and especially in, in, in country racing as well. Look, no doubt about it. And um, with respect... If we didn't have Peter Volandis and his board, this, none of this would have happened. He's focused on getting prize money. When I started racing at Wagga many years ago, we were getting four and $5,000. Well, we won last Friday. We got $15,000, another $4,000 of bobs. It's good money. Um, and it's it stretched all around the industry, you know, to provincial and obviously in the town there's a lot of big races. And uh, it's very, it just amuses me how these other people from interstate are always having a go at Peter. But reality is... Um, you know, tall poppy syndrome as far as I'm concerned. I think the whole racing industry has improved. And as a consequence, we're seeing investment from overseas people in breeding and, and racing down here. And it's really grown as an industry that uh, and people can have a career in too, which is fantastic. Your colours, they've had some pretty special horses race underneath those colours. What what are some of the, the highlight horses that you've had? 
Probably the most exciting horse I've had is Amelia's Dream. Yes. Uh, she broke the, virtually broke the track record as a two-year-old. First start was at Canterbury on a heavy 10 and broke the class record. So she was very exciting, but she also gave me the biggest disappointment when she broke down. Uh, I had a share in a horse called Brew that won the Melbourne Cup, mm. uh, which was obviously very exciting. And then, you know, we've had many winners since then. We won the Breeders' Cup with a horse called Mahonic. We had a horse, um, we won a race at Royal Ascot as well. So we've sort of, we've been quite lucky. We've won sort of everywhere. And I raced a lot of horses with Gary Towsel from Wagga. And we've had um, some really nice horses. We had December draw together and that won uh, the Turnbull Stakes and a few other stakes races. And um, and we've done pretty well with that partnership. We've, you know, over the last 20 years, it's been a lot of fun. It certainly has been. I'm excited to see how it continues on because you've got a, a number of horses in work at the moment and probably no doubt some we don't even know about that, that will come through their various systems. And you've, you've enjoyed buying horses from overseas, haven't you? I have. I spent 10 years in London. I um, went over there with Macquarie Bank and then I set my own business up over there and I got to know a lot of the trainers as well. I've always been a form student. I've got a fellow who looks at them for me and I just felt that, uh, you know, most of the prize money in Australia is in staying racing, but it's the smallest horse population. I just thought, for me, as an opportunity, and of course I like to win the Wagga Cup, to buy horses from over there. And our first horse we brought was from the Queen, called My Kingdom of Fife. And uh, it's the first horse I had with Chris Waller, actually. And it wins at 150 to 1 first start, and next start it wins the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. So quite fortunate, really. Yeah, that's, that, that is... Uh, it's, it's been... An extraordinary ride, and it's still continuing. And from knowing uh, your family as well, and from knowing your sons, I've met uh, one of your sons uh, through Will Friedman, and um, it seems yep. like racing's in the blood there as well, which is fantastic. Yeah, well, look, I've got one son who lives in Melbourne, works for the opposition, he works for racing.com, and for, he's got a job with RSN now, with Bensley, which yes. is great. He's absolutely loving that. And my other son works in banking, but he's a... Uh, Bit of a ratings man too, and loves breeding, and he goes to races all the time. So you would have met oh, him with fantastic. the Freemans, Charles. Yes, that's right, Charles, and 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 I, I do love it because that's what we need. We need, you know, we need that next generation to come through, and you find it. I mean, we find um, in my times of chatting to to big and prominent owners uh, that you know sometimes the the sons and daughters don't buy into it, and then they've got no right. interest, they've got no yeah. passion. But it's great to see that uh, that you're. Family, um, there's definitely some passion there, mate. That's great. Well, they're all looking forward to it. I'll tell you what, so Xavier's now a journalist in racing. He can go and talk to the Will Freemans and to all the young fellows who are you know, assistant trainers and that sort of stuff because they want to talk to people their ages. You know, in a lot of sports shows, etc. a lot of the, the compares are a lot older, particularly in rugby league, and um, they need to be able to appeal to the younger generation as well. I think by promoting and giving these guys an opportunity, it's really, uh, well, we've got a future in the business then. You certainly do. I really um, uh, am thankful for your time. I know you're very busy. Uh, as I said, That's today right. was about focusing on, on Wagga and that, that Gold Cup in our new Tuesday segment, the Country Catch-Up. It was great to hear Jason Ferrario. Well, well just it's the 150th year this yes. year, so we're quite excited. And also very excited about the Albury Cup coming up as well. It's a yeah. great carnival as well. They do a great job down there. Yeah, and, we'll be, um, we'll we love the River Will you be Will you be uh, trying to get a horse here at Albury as well for that Cup meeting? Yes. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. We yeah. might have a horse in the guineas. Okay. Well, with that big dance, you know, um, eligibility now or possibility, yeah. that's yeah. that's another carrot, you know? Yeah, it is. And look, it gives everyone in the country an opportunity, and they all get very excited. We've got a syndicate at, um, from my boys' school called the Review Turf Club, 
we've got about six horses and they love going to all the different country meetings and getting together and uh, we've had a bit of success there. They've got a share in Wicklow and another horse called Miss Kerribilli, etc. and have a lot of fun. So going, going to all these country meetings is not only just the racing but it's the social side as well. Have a great day, Richard, uh, and look forward to seeing you at Albury and Wagga. All the best. Thanks for calling. Bye.